time to control it, but he tried to knock it inside for Monelli. He was tightly marked. And it's Oriali now. Bertone. Will be a one-two. Yes, it is. Good move. Oh! What a chance. General tournament stuff. Yeah. Loved the crowds, as you said before. Loved the crowds. Yeah. yeah. Didn't mind seeing a few famous people in. Didn't mind seeing Albo. But what I really hated was the infant came up way too much on my screen. Too much Infantino. Mate, it's interesting way you say that, much. though, because the infant was actually out for a fair chunk of the tournament. He buggered off on holidays for a couple of weeks and copped grief, so he came back. Oh. So it could have been yeah, worse. That'd be right. Did you see the infant yesterday having a chat about the success of the women's game? Oh, that would have been good. Today I feel like a woman. (laughs) Today I feel like a woman. Today Today, I like listening to Shania Twain. Yeah. Today, man, I feel like a woman. Today, let's go, girls. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel a migrant worker. So I've got a few quotes from the infant, mate. You want to hear him? (laughs) Oh, please. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to start all of them with today just because it gets me in the rhythm, but he didn't say today. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) Today I say to all the women, and you know I have four daughters, so I have a few at home. I say to all the women... That you have the power to change. Fuck me dead. Jesus Christ. Firstly, don't need them to change. I think he meant the power <laughs> for change, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You've got the power to change, all right? You don't have to sit down to piss. But I love the, uh, the I have daughters, so I get women angle that he's taking. Like, you know. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, mate, you get it. Mate, mate, how could I hate chicks? Me mum's one. <laughs> No piercing logic that's going to defeat it's super that argument. Unnecessary. Just say the thing you want to say. You don't have. No, you've to got to qualify it if you don't really mean it, so that it shows you really mean yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. The truth won't set you free here, pal. The truth is indicting. The infant continues. Yeah. How's his voice today? I am. Yeah, you're good at it. You're actually. No, nah, I'm good going at too it. woggy. Once I get away today, from today. 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 I am a dumb. Today. Okay. He says, today, (laughs) pick the right battles. Pick the right fights. You have the power to change. Oh, no, still making that mistake. changing them, yeah. You have the power to convince us men what we have to do and what we don't have to do. You do it. He didn't say that. Just do it. He did not. Just push the doors open. He did not. Yeah, mate. That you do it. is Just brilliant. Do it. Just push the doors open. Hey, infant, <laughs> they've been banging the fucking doors down for decades. Best scriptwriter from Walcher. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Couldn't Walcher. be more from Walcher. We better get this script in before, uh, before women get the vote. Oh, Walcher. Nah, they've got it, mate. Catch up. Just push the doors open. Fucking corrupt blokes like the infant own the house and aren't letting them in. Just push the doors open. 
They've been knocking them down, you fucking imbecile. <laughs> but fair enough. Come on, girls. Just push the door open, would you? Push it down. <laughs> okay, oh, mate, have I told you about my front door at the moment? Tell me. Hit me. So it's always been slightly ajar, right? Like it looked like it must have got kicked in back in the day. Yeah. A couple of times this has happened previously and I thought, man, I'm really vague. I left the door open. Mm-hmm. But then the other morning I woke up. I was like, fuck, it's cold down there. Go downstairs, front door wide open. I was like, huh, that's wow. weird. And over time, I don't know what's happened, but it doesn't latch. It's a deadlock and it doesn't latch properly mm. to the point where mm. when the wind picks up, it blows my front door open. So when I leave the house, <laughs> and my house is like out of a Tim Burton film, it's at the end of a long straight of street where every single person's headlights is, goes yeah. directly at my door. So I go out for like six hours the other day, come home, doors wide open. I'm like, oh, fuck, something's happened here. I actually had a little bit of an ego hit where I'm like, no one's touched anything. Come on. Surely there's something worth stealing. Yeah, it'd be great if they stole the door. They stole the door. (laughs) (laughs) And then replaced it. They felt bad. Like, mate, we we drive up here every night. Nothing in here. When I leave, it's like the start of Get Smart. I have to put my hand in. Pull the coffee table behind so it wedges the door in case it blows open. And then I put a wheelie bin in Jesus. front of the door to stop the wind. Jesus. But don't worry, they're getting several quotes and working out what the cheapest option is for them to fix it. What? Appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm moving to Walcher. <laughs> yeah, the infant, that's, yeah, that's just pure infancy, isn't it, right there? That's Infantino in a fucking nutshell. Just push the door open, girls. Tell us what to do, and you have the power to change. (laughs) Today I feel uh, gay. Today I feel disabled. Do you want to talk about a few individuals? Yeah, I thought it'd be good to do a top three from each of us, of who we thought. I know it's going to be hard. Oh, Jesus, man. This This is Sophie's choice. I know, I know. It's very hard. Cutting babies in half. Only the true mother would say no. When I thought of the idea, <laughs> I said, maybe we'll do a top 11, but you can't do that. It's got to be top three. <laughs> well, we only used about 13, so who knows? <laughs> That's right. I can start. Do you want me to start with my top three? Well, hang on. Are we... Is it one... Okay, one's the best? Three, two, one? No, 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 no. Just your top three players. Just from in the, general. Just in general. Who you, who you loved, who you thought was great. I can box a trifecta, but I'll need to talk about a couple of other heads in the process. Sure. Well, let me start with my trifecta, who Hit I me. thought... I kind of went on just pure... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me... We need a jingle? <laughs> uh... Okay, I've got my three. Just, I don't want to okay, be influenced okay, okay. by you. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I feel so bad for so many girls. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it matters! How is the self-importance on me? Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't have, have thought, thought so. so. This matters at all, mate? Wouldn't have thought so. I want to be more like that guy. The guy talking out loud saying, wouldn't have thought so. Fight club in East Brunswick. Just non sequiturs bouncing off my skull internally until someone snaps me out of it. Uh, Wouldn't have thought so. It's my new mantra. It's one of the great sayings. Idiot. All right, I've got my three. Top three for me was just based on, I don't know, pure effort. I went for because I could, you know, it's hard to name all of them, but I tried to break it down to one category, one idea of why, yeah, one category of why I okay I pick my three, and I thought 
which I love about the Matildas is effort. They all have effort. But the three that stood out for me were Hayley Rasso, the effort that she, the running that mm. she put in all campaign. I thought her effort was outstanding. Three goals, absolute ball. Three goals, was exhausted by every game, crying at the end when we went out. Really, really, really wanted it. Also, human poker face. If you saw her down the street, ribbons in, skinny. Oh. It's like, oh, she seems harmless. Pretty woman. Yeah, cheers. Absolute brutalizer. She is a bull Rabbit who never stops dog. running and hurting people. That's right. And then, by oh, the way, man. just loves scoring goals for her country. Yeah, nah, shit choice. So She's good. in my three too, by the way. She's, <laughs> She's in mine. My second was Kyra Cooney-Cross. because Love I it. think Great call. Great call. If she wasn't in that midfield, I reckon we wouldn't have made that quarterfinal. Terrific I call. I think she was so important in that midfield. I think I actually think the midfield's a real issue for us going forward. But I just think if she wasn't there, we would have a lot of problems. And I loved her, the way she took on midfielders. She'd mm. try to always beat them to open up that next part of the field, which I really, really enjoyed. Her dribbling was great. Her explosiveness after the dribble was fantastic. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the key to our performances when we played well, and, and in a weird way when Sam came back, it, it lost a little bit of this. Yeah. Our key was connections mm. and consistency. So we had the two at the back in AOK and Mike Hunt, and we had the two in the middle in Gorry and the corn chip. Now, yeah. Gori loses the ball a lot, but that's okay because she gets it back 95% of the time and never stops running and will win you possession. Yeah. But she works so beautifully in conjunction with the corn chip because Cooney Cross, mm. when she does get it off the scraps of the trenches Gori, she then uses mm. it well and she has delivery. Much like our other connection that worked tremendously was Nine Lives and Bathurst down the left. Oh, my God. Huge Amazing. for the flanking. And then we also managed yeah. to work through Fowler at our best. And I think when Sam came back, we got a little bit disjointed. Didn't we? Yeah, I agree. Completely agree with that. Something was lacking, wasn't it? Who's your third? My third midwife, the wall. 100%. Macca, Mackenzie Arnold. Fucking hell. Legend. She had some of these, some of these saves. Uh, again, we would not be in that quarterfinal. We would not be in that semifinal without... Fucking Macca. Uh, pen to that poster on your wall, mate. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit weird. I, I'm doing this and there's like kids' <laughs> paintings everywhere and I've ripped one of them down and it's a big Mackenzie Arnold poster. Tragic much. Wouldn't have thought, Wouldn't have so. thought so. Now, <laughs> listen, she was, to be honest with you, I didn't know much about her before the World Cup, but mm. she was nearly our best player. She's relatively new. She's only just embedded herself into the squad and the team. Because obviously Lydia oh, Williams has been there for six World Cups. Of course. And, and she's got a lot course. of pressure. So her big thing was trying to start. And boy, howdy, she fucking exceeded everything. Did, and Great she? top Half three. Pen. Great Half top pen. three. Thank you. Mate, yours, yours, please. Well, it won't make for good listening because it's very similar. I've got Razamataz yes. and the midwife in there as well. The other one yeah. I'm going to put into my top three. Well, before I get to that, I'll talk about Claire Hunt only playing what, 11 games for her country, Incredible. and she's going to be there for the next 10 years. Right. And if Kennedy can stay fit, I'm happy with that centre pairing. We need more depth there, but I'm happy with it. Yeah. yeah, I think Nine Lives is one of the most composed players I saw all tournament, not yeah. just from the penalty spot when she had to, but her link-up play, her composure at the back, her yeah, she's very clever. when to put it out. She was smart. Very clever. And I'm a big forward freak. I think we probably came undone more tactically with her. 
when Sam came back and when we played England and they knew how to read her, she would cut inside often. And every time we got to the corner of that box where we have been so dangerous with oh, her, so dangerous. they picked her pocket. Yeah. So that didn't yeah. work. So I've got the midwife, I've got Rasso, and my number one is Mary Fowler. Mm. I reckon we have seen the next generation. And normally you see the next star have a little bit of a breakout of like, oh, that was a good game. Oh, she was all right. She was our best player. We yeah. played best when playing through her. She was only there in the first game as a substitute because Kerr was out. She then got injured, came back and looked more creative and better in tight spaces and composed on the ball than a lot of her opposition. God. And she finishes with the ball. She had multiple chances to score against France, had to have a pressure penalty. Did she put it away? She rifled it into the oh, corner. She's yeah. got a major future and... I think yeah. if someone's smart, they'll start sponsoring those gloves because kids around the country will be wearing them. And I'm not even joking. I think they'll become iconic. She's the next Sam Kerr. And I'm shocked that people aren't going to games in black gloves. Up into that. I just, yeah, her, her work in a phone booth is outstanding. Their footwork. But her vision as well. That ball for my favourite goal, that vision was incredible. Ball, phenomenal. Oh, fucking She hell. can see into next phenomenal. week. They just That's need right. her in Walcher. So they're the positives. Where do we need to improve, mate? Where, do we, where can we get better? One word and it starts with D. Depth. We just need a bit more depth. Yep, depth. We need a lot more depth because, look, she's been a stalwart. She's been an absolute servant for Matildas. But Polkinghorne, when she came in for Kennedy, wasn't great. She, you know, she struggled in that. She wasn't quick enough. She didn't have the pace. That's that connection again. That's right. We saw the impact that Kennedy being out had, yeah. I think that's what the Swedes have. I think that's what England have. I think that's what Spain have. It's just more depth, and that'll come. But I think that's what we lacked. I couldn't agree any more with you. Very boring, this. We agree with each other. But <laughs> we also needed fresh legs, and that obviously comes with depth. You need to be able to trust your entire bench. People like Charlie Grant played one minute this tournament. It's not good enough. We needed more people to get no, more that time on the, that's on, the, right. on the field. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. We need more depth. We're going to get that with more kids playing. That's definitely going to happen. Do we need a new manager, Mace? Where to for Tony now? Have we hmm. done as much as we can under our Tony? Fuck, that's a hard question to answer. Well, let me let me give you a little bit of background here. Let me give you a little bit of a setup. Yeah, hit me, hit me, hit he me. He took us to fourth at the Olympics. We had heartache there. Yep. Nearly got rose gold. Gone. We bombed out of the Asian Cup when he was trying to get us depth. Not the time to do it. It was a result which, <laughs> insane to think about, in any other year would have seen the Matildas not even qualify for the World Cup for the tournament. Mm. Mm. But thankfully, we were hosting it, so that's a moot point. We just achieved fourth at the World Cup. Incredible feat. Undeniable. Has he hit his limit in what he can provide this team and the way he plays and his structure? Is it time to move on with our Tony? I don't think it is. I think we Wait. jump. I'm a bit sick of the move on. I think if he's invested, then everyone's invested. I think he's improved. He's not only got us to a semi-final, but he's done more than just win games. He's been a great leader. I think he's been a great leader this campaign. I can't fault him. Tactically, I have a few issues tactically, tactically not with substitutions, but I'm with you in terms of that. I also think he's going to get offers from other places, and these things yeah. have a short shelf life. In the bubble of that environment, sometimes a fresh voice and a fresh face is something that you need going to another tournament, and we're only 11 months away from the Olympics. So should we talk about our Tony? 
Yeah, let's get to our Tony. I th- you know, I thought a good idea would be to really get to the core of our man, the Swedish man, the clog-wearing man. You thought it was a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> oh, to quote someone that may or may not be in my head, <laughs> wouldn't have thought so. This segment is, I'd like to call, our Tony's tantalising, <laughs> titillating, torpedian famous five questions. Can I get <laughs> torpedian in a sentence, please? Because it's not a word. Torpedian? <laughs> like a torpedo type form of question. It's a torpedian question. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Torpedian. It's a certain player who only torps. They're their own... Oh, footy player. They're their own species, so they're a torpedian. Yeah. So it's like a nationality. Now, stay with me. Hang on, this is a segment, is it? I wasn't I wasn't kind of paying attention this enough there. What's happening? <laughs> Annoying and albeit awesome alliteration aside, I may or may not have been mind melting and not listening. What's going on here? This is the famous five This is our Tony's tantalizing titillating torpedo in famous you five. You can't call something the famous. You can't you can't start by calling it the famous. If I have to ask what it is after the first one, this is the famous you can't claim that. You can't make your own nickname up, T-Bone. The infamous El Guapo. What does that mean, infamous? Oh, Dusty. Infamous is, is when you're more than famous. This man, El Guapo, is not just famous. He's infamous. Wow, the infamous? Infamous? Classic famous pizza, famous pizza shop. You know when they always oh, okay. say, our famous slice. It's always fucking shit. The best pizza shop ever, the boys, our mates of the pod used to always talk about is yeah. Panic Pizza. <laughs> it's called Panic Pizza and the, the gag is always that like, you know, you'd ring up and you just imagine just like the place completely freaking. The phone rings and they calmly, yeah, you know, yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, Capricosa. Sweet. Yeah, garlic bread. No, you can get a combo with the Pepsi if you want. Cool. That'll be about 30 minutes. No worries. Hang up the phone. Sirens go. Ah! We've got a pizza! Ah! Guys running out through windows. Panic! Panic pizza! What are they thinking? It's almost like they just created a line of alliteration and thought it would sound smart. So tell me about Tony's torpedoes. <laughs> These are famous five questions. Famous, yeah. That I've made for my friend Sonny. Just to get to the just to get to the apple core <laughs> of our Tony. Okay. I like this. Kind of want to do it like that. What was that host who did Inside the Actors Studio? I wanted a bit like that. I wanted a bit serious, okay? Okay. James Lipton, I think. James Lipton. Couldn't look more like a sexual predator if you've ever seen one. That's just off off, off the record. Off the record. Will Ferrell does a very good shock horror oh, he impersonation. Does too. <laughs> he does. Really good. We will conclude our evening as we conclude each of our evenings. With the questionnaire invented by the great Bernard Pivot of apostrophe papillon de la culture bleue sur de culture. I am not alone in thinking that you make Gandhi look like a child pornographer. <laughs> For inside the actor's studio, I'm James Lipton. I want to go old James Lipton. I want to go serious, okay? okay. I want to give okay. you the five five non-famous questions. Now <laughs> Tony's tintalizing, titillating, torpedoing famous five questions. Question yeah. one. If Tony was at the pearly gates, what would he say to God? What would he say to God? 
<laughs> yeah, what would he say to God? What would our Tony say to God of the Pilly Gates? Thank you. Thank you so much for believing in my bangs and my Bluetooth and for allowing me to be smiling. Thank you. Can I go celebrate with the girls? I <laughs> constantly introducing himself to God. I'm not sure if you got it. I'm Tony. Hello, God. You know what else he's really good at? And I'll do this throughout your five. But he just he's really yeah. good in, in press conferences at stalling for five seconds. They'll ask a question. I'll do, it for you. Oh. I'll do it for your next question, actually. Okay, 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 okay. All right, question two. Well, that was the first question. That wasn't a piss take. <laughs> that was <laughs> You're doing the Lipton. No, no, no. Oh, right. my God. No, 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 no. no, no, no. This Go. is question one. Go. This is question one. This is question one. In the movie Heat, what role would our Tony play? <laughs> he would play the role <laughs> of... Would it be... Um... Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer's yeah, role, I knew because I, not just that. because of the blondness, but because I feel like underlying, he's got a darkness to him, like he's got a gambling problem, or he's got something that no one else knows, and that's why he's positively sort of effusive as a shield. Everything's okay, everything's fine, I'm happy, but deep down, he's loyal. He's not going to switch. His missus yeah. will give the signal when he's getting pulled over. I'd say the Val Kilmer role for sure, and to him, <laughs> the action is the juice. Oh, you know, for me. The action is the juice. I like this game. This is good. Yeah, you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone listening will, but I do. <laughs> she thought he'd be good as the waiter for when Pacino and De Niro are having their coffee, and he's constantly interrupting them, trying fucking up their famous scene. He's like, "Hi, I'm Tony again. Now, I'm just want to make sure. Did you say the pe- pecan pie? Did you say the pecan pie? Keeps me on the edge. Where I gotta be? Okay, <laughs> guys." In advance, I don't know what your tip will be, but thank you. Thank you for believing in my service. Do you mind if I celebrate with the stuff? He uses an iPad for his ordering. He's got the Bluetooth in. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We don't have any ragu left, but I'm not going to substitute it on the menu. Thank you. Fair Donna with ragu. I've got Razzo, not oh. Ragu. Oh, God. This diner does Ragu. Holy shit. Okay, question two. Question two. <laughs> they don't do Ragu, actually. It's off the menu. <laughs> Sorry, they don't. So... He opens uh, with that. <laughs> First up, I have to say we have a meeting tonight at 8 p.m. to discuss the fitness levels of the Ragu. <laughs> then it's a matter of how many minutes it would take to cook. He gets really deep on the Sam Kerr stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Pacino and De Niro are trying to do this mad like, do you mind? Kind of iconic over here. And then with like a minute to go in the whole thing, he comes over and goes, I'm just going to give the ragu a few minutes just to blow up the cobwebs. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is going fantastic. This is going great. This is really good. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is proudly oh, sponsored by Wouldn't have thought so Tony's new diner <laughs> Yeah mate I'll just grab the ragu Wouldn't have thought so By the way Mad diner name Mad diner name Wouldn't have thought so It's a Wouldn't great so. name All one word So mint Wouldn't have thought so And everything you order He says that to you I'll have the French toast Wouldn't have thought Wouldn't so Wouldn't have thought oh. so 
haven't you got it? You got any no eggs or any question? Can you pass the salt? Wouldn't have thought so. And then you find out at the end of the meal. Have you met the owner, Mrs. Thought So? Sorry, what? Yeah, Woodna. Have you met her? This is Woodna Thought So's. Is her name really Woodna Thought So? <laughs> Woodna Thought So. Woodna from Walcher. <laughs> Absolutely entertaining ourselves and no one else. Guy told me one time, don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around the corner. So sorry to interrupt, guys. How you doing? At Tony's Torpedian Diner. We are family. Get in the circle. Bring it in tight. You and I are like a couple of regular fellas. Thank you. If it's your birthday, I will sing. Cue the party. At Tony's Torpedian Diner. I am so freaking proud of this menu. actually have no food but if you believe you are full you will be full brother you are going down for fuck's sake Tony leave him alone okay Woodna thank you for telling me to for fuck's sake leave them alone I believe they are getting quite annoyed Thank you. Once again, I must remind you, ragu is off the menu. It is what it is. What do you say I buy you a cup of coffee? Thank you. Okay, (laughs) question two. Question two, what would Tony's favorite sexual position be, you reckon? Man on top, woman on Bluetooth. <laughs> He's just phone sexing the whole time. He's a phone sexer. Yeah. Leave the money on the counter, Dal. Thank you. Thanks for supporting in them. Thanks for believing in them. Thank you. You know what? I'm trying. I'm trying to answer these questions like naturally and quickly, and I've I've got out of character for Tony. What he does in press conferences, I'll do for the next question, okay? Yeah, okay. Question three. Mm. Reminiscent of Coney 2012, Tony 2023 was a cult in the forests of Sweden. What would Tony's cult involve and what type of genocide would he perform? Good question. Uh, (laughs) Good question. You know, first I want to say that without the fans and their belief... This group, this circle, this team, we, we have a huddle, you know? We bring that in tight. You see that? You see that? Bring that in tight. Thank you for that question. It's a great question. We bring it in tight. But tonight, everyone was in on that tight. Doesn't answer the question. Just says, great question. Says what he wants to say. Does he always say, good, great question? Great question. What was the question? Something about him in a cult. <laughs> Reminiscent of Coney 2012. Mm. Tony, 2023, yep, was a cult in the forests of Sweden. What would Tony's cult involve and what type of genocide would he perform on the cult? Okay, his cult is predicated purely around belief. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe it. 
And in terms of genocide, he's a lover. He doesn't want to kill things. But what he does do, in sort of like a grand scale bonsai tree in the forest, he will chop off every bang of every tree, like limbs. So if you go in there, it's like, holy shit, every single tree has a bum part boy band haircut. What is going on? So terrifying. And he bleaches them blonde. It's just people bleaching them blonde. And it's like, Tony's lovely. We don't have to do anything as long as we believe. Thank you. Great question. Good answer. Good answer. Wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, question four. What boy band would Tony be in? What boy band? Would he be in a Backstreet Boys? Would he be in a K-pop? Okay, okay. Would he be okay. boy Good Would call. he be in a... Okay, let me, run through, let me run through some logic. Boys to men are out. Obvious reasons. <laughs> R&B, he's not good at Don't it. want another Jew face scenario. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Westlife, take five. No, take that. Take five. Five, you know five? They're all English. They're out. Uh, I love take five. It's a really real diss to pop. <laughs> that's just the annoyed manager. Guys, just take five. <laughs> We're going to fucking milly vanilla this shit anyway. Just take five. You know what, mate? Oh. Hair is key here. Hair is so key. Okay, so his hair, his hair is too short for Hanson. Yeah. Probably not tough enough to hang with Wahlberg and Co. in New Kids on the Block, so it's down to yeah. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. <laughs> I'm taking oh, this I so seriously. Right. I'm way so serious. I lean towards Backstreet Boys because they're a little more yeah. smiley, whereas yeah. NSYNC sort of seemed like they wanted the sultry, sexy yes, angle a little bit absolutely. more. Absolutely. I think you're right. I went. I was always Backstreet Boys as well. I always thought he has. So you've the got perfect... answers for your own questions here as well. <laughs> is that all this is? <laughs> is this just stuff you want to talk about, or because <laughs> you can just talk about it? It's a podcast. We can just talk. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought so. Now, <laughs> question five. <laughs> question five. If he could sponsor one thing, it would be McDonald's, and the golden arches would be his hair. <laughs> Done. And that's it. They're the famous five. Qu- no, question five. Question five. This is the big one. Does Tony actually know our national anthem? When it cuts to him, uh-huh. he does sing the first few lines. But then I think he drifts off into nothingness. Two-parter. One, no, but he believes yep. he knows it. And that's all that matters. Two, <laughs> your question answered with a question. <laughs> people know our national anthem i think there's a lot of people who don't especially second verse second verse nothing more disconcerting than at primary school when they pop that second verse on and everyone goes oh fuck we're doing this are we and everyone knows the first line beneath our radiant southern cross and then there's a lot of eyes just darting around the room okay okay we used gert in the first one so bug it if i know what they're gonna drop in verse two his second album syndrome is real Nah, I don't think he does, but when he sees himself on the big screen, yeah. a bit like in the penalty shootout. Yeah, you throw it in. He yeah. has to stand up tall and scream and do that sort of stuff to get the crowd going. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Hey, great segment. Thank you. That was really fun. Does he sing like, Advance Australia Fair. Uh, you are. And then he bangs into it. My fire. It's like a little setup. The one. Is that what's in the Bluetooth? Is it the. <laughs> he holds it like a Madonna mic. <laughs> you are my fire, the one 
I guess we talk lasting legacies now that we've gone through, Tony. Like, we'll never forget that quarterfinal shootout. We spoke about how that next generation's going to come through and know the names of Kathy Ash and Sam. I mean, have you called your son by the wrong name lately? <laughs> was that the park? <laughs> and just there was kids playing around, a lot of kids around there. We were down there on the slide, and a kid rolled up, and he uh, introduced himself. <laughs> When's this today? So, yeah. <clears throat> and he just said, Hi, I said, hi, oh, mate, what's your name? And he goes, Bruce. <laughs> I went, sorry? And he goes, yeah, my name's Bruce. I was like... Bruce, what's it to you? Do you light a match off his face? <laughs> I was like... Fair parenting. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, he had a tear. He had a tear near his eye. <laughs> One tear tattoo, yeah. You know who that is? I killed a bloke who asked too many questions. What else do you want to know? <laughs> No, no, I've got these five up my sleeve, but I'll save them for later. Bruce, I've never been intimidated by a child. Fucking unbelievable name. Old names are coming back for girls' names heaps. I don't know why more like, you don't see enough Bruce and Gary's, you know? Yeah, or a Ma- Margaret or something like that. Yeah, Margaret. but Ma- like that sort of stuff comes back. Beatrice and shit comes back. Charlotte comes back. Yeah. You don't yeah. get enough Neville, Gary, and Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Name's Bruce. It's all right, I understand. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about legacy. Every single player who played for the Matildas got their start and came through the Women's A-League. Every single one. Great start. So we need to keep that thriving. We need to keep creating pathways for girls to get there. The A-League women's are pretty good at this. It's free entry for anyone under the age of 16, which is a good initiative. So the FA really shat the bed and dropped the ball after the Socceroos success at the last world cup so they can't make the same mistakes twice the government have come out albo said 200 million for women's sport not for football but for women's sport we know that grassroots participation is going to explode absolutely explode so i've done a lot of taking it to the corner here mate for a bit of legacy if you're up for it hit me okay 13 million adults and 3 million children children under 15 take part in sport weekly every year okay 3.1 million people volunteer. The Australian Institute of Health and Welfare expect that football amongst girls will get a 20% surge in participation. Mm. That's massive, right? Mm. Because this is a sport that these are a lot of numbers coming at everyone. (laughs) There's 1.2 million Australians over 15 play football. That's twice as many as any other of the major codes. It's a huge sport. Mm. Whopping levels of participation and it's going to surge. 3.1 million volunteers. We're going to need more volunteers. We're going to need more Mm. people to come down. All the mums and dads who took their youngsters to this World Cup and loved it, back it up and put your hand up to stick on the bloody pie warmer every Sunday morning because we yep. need those people as well. This financial year, the Aussie Sports Commission will spend about 5.2, 5.3 million on football. And that includes money to prepare for the Olympics in under a year. They also get money from the AIS and grant schemes and things like that. So what's going to happen with this 200 million? The guidelines are getting worked out now. It's going to begin early next year. And there's a four-person panel. They're going to decide where the money is allocated. It's not just for football. Mm. We've got a former Matilda, Tal Carp. She's involved. Lauren Jackson is going to be involved on the panel. Love it. LJ. Liz Ellis, former netball icon. Liz oh. Ellis is going to be there. And so good. younger generation Paralympic gold medalist in Madison Di Rosario. 
Stop Thanks it. for coming. Really, really strong panel. So they're going to sort of steer Great. the funding into the right areas where it's most needed. And it's important that their voice is heard because otherwise this $200 million will get put into niche sports where we can win medals and get kudos as opposed to mm. get the generation playing sport and getting healthy again. What are your thoughts on the $200 mil? A lot of money. You know, $200 mil. 200 it's mil. never enough. That's what I find with this shit. It's approximately 200 more than I've got. You could have said 200 pesos. <laughs> That's what though. I mean. Like, everyone, like, forgets yeah. Fozzie, who I love to death, not enough. It's like, fuck Fozzie. It's a lot of fucking money. But the perspective is 200 million was put into the Tassie AFL team. Yeah. Now, looking at that, I get what Fozzie means. What are your thoughts on Fozzie not being happy? Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great because Fozzie's like. Oh, I love Fozzie, but he's never happy. He's never happy, but you know what, Mace? He'll always beat the drum for football as a coach. He's amazing. And I actually, I think that's great. I think that's really important that I think every single sport deserves articulate, passionate advocates who mm. vouch for it. Not shitting on other okay. sports. He doesn't sit there and go, other sports are crap. He just wants money that's for right. football. And in a way, he's kind of echoing a lot of people's thoughts when they talk about the direct funding for women's football. So the $200 million's an awesome start. It's great. Yeah. A lot more facilities. Yeah. Let's wait and see where it goes first before we praise or disparage it. But I yeah, kind of agree right. with him because when you look at the fact that this football tournament, this sporting tournament of football, it just gave the government a truckload of tourism revenue now and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. It gave the hospitality industry a shot in the arm in a cost of living crisis. The general health of the country may improve in the next decade because of this. I know that sounds like hyperbolic mm. statement, but the more people who remain active, the less issues in hospitals. There's a lot of positive That's there, right. i.e. playing fucking sport. All these positives, thanks to this football tournament, he wants to make sure, hey, out of that 200 mil, maybe support the highest growth sport in the country that gave you this money and this opportunity and these votes because people feel happy about it. So yeah. you couple that with the fact that we spent, we're about to spend $380 million on a Commonwealth Games that does not exist. Yeah. We spent $835 million on submarines that do not exist. <laughs> <sighs> 200 mil is a great start, but it should be more, and it yeah, should be right. for something okay. that does exist. This is tangible, Mace. Mm, mm, it's mm. growth, and it's the fabric of our nation, sport, and it's going to make us happier and healthier. It's an investment in ourselves as a country. We're playing with house money here. Invest. Invest. You've just seen two or three weeks of what it can do, and that's without the trickle-down effect and kids being happy and healthy. It's a no-brainer. Pump some money into it. I love it. You want to actually get votes? Don't sit there and talk about public holidays. Make sure it's cheap and easy and accessible for kids to play as much sport as they can. Invest. 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 Culmination. So from here, where to? There's three Olympic qualifiers in Perth come late October. Pretty easy games. Yep. Philippines, Iran, Chinese, Taipei. We will get through those. We then get to watch the Matildas again in under a year's time in Paris, which is going to be great. So good. Because there's teams like the Boomers and the Matildas going at it at two in the morning. And Unreal. so many people, so many non-sports fans, in inverted commas, who wouldn't have even known of the Matildas' existence, I dare say will now be setting alarms at all hours of the morning and tuning in with whopping great grins on their mugs because these girls have given us that. So thank you, girls. Thank you, women. Thank you. thank you, players. Thank you, athletes. Thank you, ball boys. Thank you, fans. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sonny. And now I guess we have to go back to our wretched fucking lives. 
<laughs> the distraction of sport is a beautiful thing. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> and on that, Mace, we will yeah. be back next week with one of the biggest anxiety-inducing preparation catch-up episodes of all time because all time. if a week is an eternity in sport, the last month has been perpetually endless. I was trying to think of something longer than eternity. Going to struggle. Can't be done. Torpedian? Torpedian. Wouldn't have thought so. Welcome to Torpedian's Wouldn't Have Thought So Diner, where nothing is on the menu. Hey, what have yeah. we learned Fuck. What have we learned? 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 Let's say it together on three. Well, how many how many words? Is it like a catchphrase? What is it? Be three words. Okay. What have we learned in three words? Okay. Three words. Okay. Uh-huh. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Thank we love the Matildas. Matildas. Oh, not, not, bad. Bad. not bad. Not bad. Not bad. We like learned that. a lot about Tony in that new segment. We might have to get some more Q&A <laughs> quiz action segments. And for all the people out there, we need to get you... To throw in your sponsor ideas or your questions or anything you want. Yeah. The more fan engagement, the better. I learnt, Mace. Well, I didn't learn yep. this. It was reaffirmed. We are a football nation. We already knew it. Oh, but the country it. confirmed it. We're a country built on migrants from across the globe. And the sport of football connects so many of those people, including myself. And it was a bridge in going to a foreign land. And we have the potential to be the world's greatest at the world game. And that cannot be understated. So sport showed us what sport can do the last few weeks. It's a beacon of benevolence and a conduit for joy. They may not have won any silverware, but they won over an entire nation. And we are all very proud, if not still a little flat. So Mace, all that's left, I guess, is to stay mint and tell you that I love you. And I I guess... Do you love me? We reconvene in a couple of days and just... Talk shit again. Go for it. That's right. I love you, Sonny. Stay fucking mint. Wouldn't have thought thought so.
there's enough in that glass, mate. I reckon you could uh, <laughs> top it up a bit more. <laughs> Say when, mate. <laughs> mate. You could lose four surfers in Indonesia in this glass. How's that story, by the way? Oh, I don't get it. What's I don't get it. Going? It's like 36 hours, they survive. It'd be frightening as hell out in a board in the ocean. Oh. The Indonesian guide, like the bloke who went out with them, yeah, still missing. He's dead. What happened to him? But instead it's like, front page, these modern day heroes have survived. <laughs> yeah. Brown dude who lives there is dead. Whatever, these four <laughs> blokes have survived. It's like, hang on, someone's still dead. I oh, know, it's so Australian, typical. How long are they out there? Floating for? I think 36 hours. <laughs> that is a long time. I don't give a shit if it's 10 minutes. If it's 2 in the morning and you're out in the ocean, not in a boat, not with a life raft, <laughs> not with a fucking floaty, just a bit of a board underneath you. The board's worse. You just look so appetizing from beneath. If you're a shark, don't you're like, you? oh, what's that fish-looking thing yeah, up there? Yeah, they're like the banana, bananas of the ocean, the surfboard. Like, they're always around. I've always around. said that. Always, I've always, always said they're the bananas of the ocean. <laughs> Banana a day keeps the shark dentist away. That's the term, the doctor. Well, there's the thing of not having bananas in the boat, isn't there? That's like a real um, thing with fishermen <laughs> or women. It is. And it's like a superstition <laughs> or something. Is that what it is? It is. You cannot have bananas in a beer. What's all that about? <laughs> it is. How do you know that? <laughs> what is that all about? It's really coincidental. My boss is a mad fisherman and he was telling me that. That's like a... um. It's like going under a ladder, walking under a ladder, a yeah. black cat. Bananas in the boat is like a real <laughs> unlucky thing. It's fucking grouse. I love it. It's so <laughs> bloody bizarrely random though. Like who's the weirdo who's like, mate, you wouldn't believe it. We didn't catch a thing. All we did was sit there and eat bananas. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. We just caught on. Oh yeah, yeah. fair enough. No bananas. Apparently Doing. raw chickens are like real good bait. Like you throw yeah. a dozen raw chickens out into the ocean around the boat. <laughs> I mean a dozen attracts... raw chickens, like live chickens. It attracts, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, just like just a... Like swimming around. Just... <laughs> That's mad bait. Just a flock. Tie a pen of chickens. <laughs> the chickens around your boat trying to survive. If you want to catch chickens, you actually throw live tuna at them. The chicken of the sea. That's pretty good luck then that it's bananas in the end Because what if it was bad luck to take raw chicken on a boat? You'd be cooked It's really bad luck to have a fishing rod on the boat Oh no, this is going to be a bugger of a day Start tying the bananas together be a nightmare I was supposed to... <laughs> Maybe someone slipped on a banana in the boat Maybe that's where the old yeah. slippage That's where it started Well there would have been a bit of water No, you're probably right Hey, should we start? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, No sponsor this week. We'll make something up. Today, man, I feel like a woman. Today, let's go, girls.